me. Uh, even though I, when I got uh, age 19, 20-something, uh, I left the Lord. The Lord didn't leave me, but I left the Lord. Uh, but you know, while I was out there into the world, uh, going places I shouldn't go, uh, doing things, Brother Dean, I shouldn't be doing, uh, you know what I had learned all of them younger years, and this is why parents... Uh, it is important for you to bring your children to church, amen, uh, and not only to get them taught at church, but you are their primary pastors, and the Father is supposed to take charge in that. Uh, read the Word of God to your little ones. Uh, talk to them about Jesus, uh, amen, and when they grow old, uh, I promise you the Bible said it would not depart from them. It never departed from me. And I'm 74 years old. And I'm going to tell you, Brother Mark, what I taught, what I was taught as a child in church and at home, I'm telling you, I still remember them days. And that is what has got me, hey man, to where that I am at today, hey man. Sometimes I like to stop and go back. Now, I may not remember, uh, uh, Brother brother today. I may not remember uh, what happened yesterday, uh, but I can tell you what was put in me years ago uh, is still in me, uh, and I've never forgotten it. Amen. Uh, and so we need, David said in the Bible, uh, uh, David said, uh, 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 the, the word, O oh Lord, have I hid in my heart uh, that I may not sin against you. Uh, I'm going to tell you today, Father, that if you need, uh, if you don't know Jesus Christ, uh, you need to know him uh, and you need to follow him uh, and you need to listen to the instructions uh, in the Word of God. Uh, and if you will read the Word of God and follow the Word of God uh, and teach your children the Word of God, uh, one day uh, your children is going to grow up uh, to be something uh, that you can be proud of. Amen. Uh, that's why a lot of them uh, are not brought up in the house of the Lord. Uh, it's the reason that they're out there today, uh, many of them is because their fathers uh, and their mothers, so to speak, also don't leave them out, uh, did not bring them up in church. Uh, they did not teach them at home, uh, and that's why uh, that they don't know any better, uh, but they have followed in their footsteps, uh, mom and dad. Uh, I'm going to tell you this morning, uh, you better uh, be careful uh, of what your children uh, are being taught. Uh, you better be careful uh, what they're hearing at home, uh, what they're watching on the TVs at home. Uh, you better be careful uh, what they're learning uh, here at, in the, a lot of these places today. Uh, because I'm telling you, friend, uh, and you better be careful as parents uh, how you talk around your children, uh, how you act around your children, uh, because I'm going to tell you something. Uh, your children is watching you, uh, and they're watching you close. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, uh, changes are, uh, hey man, that they're going to follow in your footsteps. Uh, and you may not realize it, uh, but you're teaching them uh, Hey man, uh, the ways uh, that you are living yourself. Uh, and one day, uh, 
You may decide to change your ways, uh, but I want to tell you, friend, uh, if you have not uh, walked before the Lord uh, and not walked before your children uh, in the ways of the Lord, uh, if you went out like many of the pirates had uh, and partied on the town, the dance halls, uh, shot up with drugs, drank alcohol, sex, and everything else, uh, let me tell you, uh, if you've done that as pirates uh, and your children have seen that, uh, changes are uh, when they grow up that's what they are going to be also amen uh, so parents uh, you have got a responsibility uh, fathers especially you uh, have got a responsibility uh, not because I say so uh, but because God said so uh, amen So we need to bring up our children in the ways of the Lord, and when we grow old, it'll not depart from. We may drift away from God, but I'm going to tell you, if it's been put in here and been taught and it's in here, uh, somewhere down life's way, you've got a whole lot better chance of getting back to what you was taught. Uh, all right, let me see what God has said here. As a father, have we taught our children not to forsake assembling ourselves together uh, as the latter days approaching. That's simply saying, have we not forsaken the church? There are so many today, I'm talking to the parents today, I'm not talking to you because you're here. That has come and that has went. Not just in this church, but in every church, Brother Dane. And so, and many of them, and I know I might get some feedback, but that is all right. I'm ready for it. Many of the parents today after going through what we went through, this pandemic, they call it, and because we couldn't have church for some time, as we have in church today, I think they got used to laying out of it, found other places to go, and then when we open back up, where are they at today? So I asked you today, do you believe that they have forsaken to assemble themselves together and a sign of the falling away is at hand? As father, have you taught your children to abstain from all appearances of evil? That is First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 22. You say, what are you talking about there, Brother Ralph? Well, let me explain this. As fathers, have you taught your children to abstain? That means to stay away from these places. Now, I have known of people, I have known of parents, taking, they wouldn't take them to church, but they took them 
to other places that they shouldn't have been going themselves, let alone taking their children. Amen? Amen. So, I know this because I have them in my own family. And so do you. You may not admit it, but so do you probably have some in your own families also. But I've had them tell me when they took their children to places, to the honky-tonks, I'm going to call it, and I would say something to them about it. They'd say, well, uh, they didn't drink and they, didn't, they couldn't drink. They wasn't old enough and all this. They just had a, a good rock and roll band down there. And I took them to list of them. Well, the first place, uh, you ought to let them be a listing to such junk as a rock and roll. And second, first of all, you shouldn't have your children in them kind of places to start with. And as a godly father, you wouldn't have. But again, I go back, and if we take our children to these places, uh, then they're going to grow up, uh, hey man, to be moms and dads one of these days, uh, and changes are they're going to take their children to these places. Parents, Fathers, you've got a great responsibility. Not because I say so, but because God says so. I'm getting on down. It's not going to get any easier. As, as fathers, and God said, rephrase that, the next one. He said, as parents, as parents. Is anybody listening to me? As parents, are we listening, are we listening to our kids? Who heard that? As parents, are we listening to our kids, or are we too busy to listen to them, are we too busy to take time for them? What about it, Mom and Dad? Are you good listeners when your kids come to you with a problem when they come to you and say, can I talk to you about something? Are you too busy to say, I don't have time right now after a while? I've been around, and again, I'm, I'm preaching, I'm talking to my family just as well as I am to you this morning. I've been sitting around, and my uh, daughter or my son got children, and I've been sitting there when I'd be around them, and Lil and Ed come up, and they'd say, uh, Mommy, what about this or about that or Daddy? Can I talk to you about this or about that? Mama, can I talk to you for just a minute? And they'd be the parents of be talking instead of stopping and saying, yes, you can. Uh, how many of us say, uh, after a while or wait, can't you see I'm busy right now and pushing your child aside? Uh, as parents, you don't need to do that. You need to listen to your children, uh, and that is a responsibility, uh, not just of you, Dad, uh, not just of you, Dad, not just of you, Dad, but of your parents also, as your mothers, as fathers and mothers. 
You need not to send our children to church, mom and dad, but we need to bring them to church. Amen. Would you like to hear another, or have you heard enough? James 1.22 there. The Bible said, Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only. Because if, we, because if we are, we deceive not only ourselves, uh, but we deceive our children. Boy, things has got quiet in here. Hey, this is Father's Day. You're supposed to be happy. <laughs> How many parents... Of you dads, and again, you moms. How many doers do we have in here? You don't raise your hand. I don't embarrass you to say. But just ask your question. Take a look at yourself this morning, mom. Take a look at yourself this morning, dad. How many doers do we have in here? If we took a close check, then everybody would be honest, but they wouldn't be. I promise you there's a whole lot more hearers than they are doers. The Bible said that when we come to the house of God, that we come to worship Him, to lift up holy hands and give Him praise and worship Him. How many times do we go to church, parents, uh, and we sit back, uh, and, and we sit back, uh, and your children is sitting there wondering uh, when somebody else is a praising Lord, Mom, Dad, why don't you say something for the Lord? Why don't you praise the Lord? Are you a doer of the Word of God, or are you just a hearer of the Word of God? A doer of the Word of God is going to please God. But just a hear of it is not going to get you much anywhere. So, Mom, Dad, let's not just sit back. Let's get involved in church. Amen? Let's get involved. Just a few can't do it. Uh, and I've always said, uh, the more people you get, in, uh, uh, get uh, involved uh, in church uh, doing this and doing that uh, and not griping about it, uh, the greater your church is going to grow, Brother Billy, uh, and the stronger your church is going to be uh, if everybody gets involved uh, and everybody uh, becomes doers uh, instead of hearers. Amen? All right. You want me quit or you want another? I said, God, do I have to write this one down? God, do I have to say this? And you know what God said? Yes, you do. Now, don't you, don't you jump up and run out, fathers. We got a little bit of something here for you here in a minute. Show our appreciation for you. So don't leave. Stand at the door there, Steve. 
And don't and you be a doer and not a follower. <laughs> he said both to both parents. Both parents. That's his mom and this his dad. How many how many moms and dads are here this morning? Raise your hands. Is all of you listening to this next one? I didn't want to hear it, and I'm sure you're not going to want to hear it. But we're all going to hear it. As your children, hmm, Are your children, <laughs> Brother Dean, you won't come up here and do this. <laughs> no, I'm a pretty big boy. I'll take care of this. God didn't tell you to do it, did he? He told me to do it. This is the both part. Are they, are your children hearing, are your children hearing your excuses, excuses, why you are not going to church. Woo, boy, that didn't go over, did it? Is your children hearing your excuses why that you're not going to church? If you're watching out, watching out there this morning, I'm talking to you too on this phone or on whatever you're watching it on. That goes for you too. What is your excuse today why you're not in church? I've heard people say, well, uh, I, I, well, my kids, they want to go fishing today. My kids want to have a cookout today. My kids want to go to the beach today. All kinds of excuses. I hear them all the time, excuses, excuses. You ever heard that song, Excuses, Excuses? I hear them every day. It's either too hot to go or it's too cold to go. The car won't start to go, but on Monday morning, he'll fire up to go to work or go shopping or whatever. Yeah, the preacher won't shake your hand. I like that one. We had a fellowship here one time. We used to have them. We need to get back to it. Handshakes on something. Go shake hands with your neighbor. Tell them you're glad that they're at church. Everybody just everywhere all over the church shaking hands with this, shaking hands with that. And so was I. And boy, I'll tell you what. There's a lady here who's all sold up and sold up all the time. I was preaching, just staring at me with a hate in her eye. She come out to church, come out of the church, and... I went to shake hands with her, and she wouldn't shake hands with me. She walked right on by me, and I went to her and said, Hey! I said, Why didn't you shake my hand? She said, Well, you didn't shake my hand this morning in church, and I'm not shaking yours now. <laughs> That's a good one, brother. Yeah. The preacher didn't shake my hand. The preacher didn't pat me on the back. 
Boy, I done a good deed this week and the preacher didn't say one word about it. What kind of excuses parents or our kids are listening to why we're not going to church? My great-granddaughter asked her grandma, and I hope she's a listening too. Granny, why are we not going to church anymore? Well, this or that or cold. Well, so-and-so's going to church. I want to know why we're not going to church. A lot of people get excuses, uses excuses in the same form of a reason. You say, what are you talking about? They don't have a reason not to come, or they have a reason not to come, sickness or something. But if we're not careful, we'll get to using that excuse every Sunday. Well, I don't feel good, or I got a headache, or I was up late last night, or I, I, I laid out too late last night on Wednesday nights. Well, I'm too tired. Uh, I've worked all day. Uh, I sat the back of eight hours one day, said, I'm a 75 year old man. I, I've helped set uh, uh, about 26, seven acres of backer this year. I mowed two, three yards, uh, lots, uh, uh, twice, tw here in the last few weeks, uh, uh, twice a week. Uh, I've worked in a garden. I've done this, I've done that. But you know something? I'll find time to go to church on Wednesday night. But you know something? I've heard of a lot of excuses why you're not here. Not a reason. Now there's sometimes there's reason that you can't go to church, but it's come so easy and so handy to use that excuse, uh, well, I worked, I'm tired. Uh, amen? amen? Now if you didn't agree with me, I hope you didn't say amen, because I'm going to be checking on you. But see, we go to church on Sunday morning because, why? Because that seems like the right thing to do. Amen? But it comes Wednesday night, if we don't want to go to church, the devil will give us any kind of excuse not to. Amen? Mom, Dad, what is your excuse? Well, I guess y'all wish you'd have shut me up before I got to that, didn't you? And another, dad and mom, misses for parents. What are you putting your trust in? What are you putting your trust in?
Are you putting your trust in everything else like material things? Your job, people, money, preacher? Are you putting your trust in the preacher or the pastor to get you to heaven? Well, I want to tell you, I'll do the best I can to preach you the Word of God and tell you the truth, but I can't save you and I can't get you to heaven on following my footsteps. You can't, you can't get to heaven. And I tell, told my family, Brother Dean, and I'll tell them some of them here again this morning, I've got a lot of family members here, and just because I'm a pastor, don't think you're going to get to heaven on my coattail because you're, that's not going to get you there. Amen. If you get to heaven, uh, you're going to get to heaven on your own free will. Amen. And I'll help you along the way, and you help me along the way. And if we help one another along the way as a church, uh, then one of these days we'll all rejoice when we get to heaven over it. Uh, and one of these days, uh, you can look back to this morning and this sermon this morning. If you put it in here, if you remember this, uh, and you may leave here a little mad and your feet in a little hurt. Uh, and those watching out there, hey man, he's got all kinds of excuses. He quit the church and called somebody else. This and that. I don't want to hear excuses. Uh, and God don't want to hear them either. Hey man. My wife invited a family member to church when it was Friday. Friday, wasn't it? You know what he said? He said, oh, he said, I got to mow my yards on Sunday. I believe the Word of God back over in Genesis, the Bible said that God uh, made everything that this old world persists today. Uh, he made everything in six days, uh, including man and including woman. Uh, he hung the stars. He hung the moon. Uh, he made the divided waters into dry land. Uh, he put all the animals here. Uh, he done everything. Uh, off whole world. Uh, God made it uh, in six days. Uh, and he said he looked at it. Uh, and he said, well done. I'm paraphrasing now. Uh, I, everything I have made uh, in six days. Uh, now I'm going to add a seventh day. Uh, and I'm going to add it. For your rest, amen. If you can't make a living in six days, uh, you sure ain't going to make it in seven. And people ain't going to do any better until they admit uh, that the Word of God is true uh, and they start quitting using these excuses, hey man, uh, on every little thing, uh, hey man, that go to the reason they don't go to church, hey man. You say, well, uh, I'll find me a church uh, that I won't have to go to all time. Uh, I don't care how many churches you find, uh, you're going to answer for where you go to them or whether you don't go to them. That's your choice, hey man. All right. I'm done. <laughs> Am I done, God? Well, one more thing. Where did I get this book at? I don't know either. But my wife brought it in there. 
She read a bunch of poems and things here about Dad and all this. She said, I really don't like none of them. I said, let me have it. And I read them, and I liked all of them about Dad. I liked all of them. And I said, well, I like them all, but there's one I really like especially. It was written by Lillian Robbins, which wrote a lot of poems. Anybody know Lillian Robbins? All right. She wrote this. This is to dads. said, if I could choose a dad through the Internet or mail, I'd scan through every website and letters without fail. I'd look for one whose tenderness would be his normal pace. A man who respects all others shows kindness in his face. I want a dad to love me with his heart and with his soul. He would, shower, he would shower me with caring when I'm young and when I'm old. He may be rather handsome, but that really is not the test. It's the way he shares with children that makes him the very best. He would always be there for me to play and talk it through. I would know he re is really interested in everything I do. He'd be sure to teach me Jesus and the good that God does bring. Together we would worship and joyfully we would sing. My dad would hold me closely in the day or through the night. He'd share my little problems, help me know it's all just right. Now as I consider all these things, it becomes perfectly clear. I don't need to scan the internet such a dad is with me here. My dad is just the greatest. All kids must feel that way. And this is the perfect moment to wish you all a wonderful Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. All right. Would you stand with me for just a minute before we go any further? Sis, would you come and I'm just going to ask for the piano just for come and play softly here for a minute. If you're here this morning and Jesus Christ has spoke to your heart, if you need to come and pray, if you don't know Jesus, you say, well, there's a big crowd here today. Don't worry about the big crowd. They'll come and pray with you if you like or you can pray to yourself. But if you've got a need here this morning, before we go any further in this service, we want you to come with all heads bowed and all eyes closed. Just let the Holy Spirit talk to you this morning. If you need to pray, come and pray just as you are.